You're listening to Scattered by Anchored Baptist Church, where we work to reflect the diversity of Hermanus as we gather to hear the good news about the person and work of Jesus and as we scatter to share it. We hope that you enjoy. Coming weak and a little broken. 2021 has arrived. Everyone celebrated, or at least social media showed people celebrating, uh, because we all know that real celebration is outlawed now, right? (laughs) Yet everyone celebrated when in the back of their minds, there was a nagging feeling, there was a, a pestering idea, a question that could not be spoken aloud. What if turning the page of a calendar does not change everything or anything. What if 2021 is worse? Oh, great, Wade. You jinxed it. You put that that bad moody on it. And, And now the question is in my head, too. Everything is ruined. Fine, let's just... Let's just move on to 2022. Not so fast, not so fast. Uh, before you start scapegoating um, and finger pointing your way out of everything today, let me tell you what we need to investigate a bit about in Scripture. Here's our big idea you do not need to enter 2021 in one piece. Jesus is your completeness. In your weakness, Jesus is your strength. That probably all sounds like something that you are used to. Probably something that you are too used to. Here's another one that you can skip because, look, you've heard it all before. When it comes to preaching, you know that three-point five-point or nine-point motivational sermons are not what I do. I'm no good at it to start with, but I also get distracted very easily and need to have just one point. Also, especially at New Year and especially after a year like 2020, the last thing you want is your built-in theologian of glory to go around declaring everything that will be yours this year, to be trying to pry a blessing out of God's hands. The last thing you need is a scheme that you can try to work to save yourself with. One pastor theologian that I respect said it this way, Jesus did not say, come to me, all you who need self-improvement, and I will give you steps. In fact, what Jesus actually said in Matthew chapter 11, verses 28 to 30, is shocking and not at all being done by you. Come to me, all who labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and lowly in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Another good translation so that we can hear the text again. Come to me, 
all of you who are weary and carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. Let me teach you, because I am humble and gentle at heart. And you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy to bear, and the burden I give you is light. And here's the truth. Maybe not all of you, but a lot of you, and this includes me, need to hear this from the lips of Jesus today. Because in big ways and small ways, 2020 broke us. We're not going into the new year in one piece. This may sound like melodramatic or overly dramatic language that everyone is using about this last year. But there is no drama here. Whether it is loneliness, depression, isolation, or the daily reminder from the news to remember, you will die, 2020 has left each of us in a different state of, of, of lostness as it relates to self-salvation. <laughs> we are all trying to find that one thing or those three things that will help us to cope. But instead, all the steps that we put in place to follow crumble beneath our feet. They leave us without comfort, like a blanket getting pulled off of you on a cold winter morning. No matter how small or how big your comfort was, your blanket was, it has been torn from you. What do you do now? Well, here's some good news. Jesus is the Savior of sinners and sufferers. Do you know how many times Jesus himself says exactly what is in his heart? Just that one time. <laughs> to be clear, the heart in this passage means at the center of a person. In Jesus' time and culture, the heart was not simply spoken of as a, a blood pump or as the thing that all of our emotions get poured out of. Although, it was both of those things. And it was not something that we should follow or listen to. You know what I mean. Just listen to your heart. Just follow your heart. That's bad advice. Jesus' hearers would have understood that his very center, the place where everything that he spoke and did flowed out of, is gentle and lowly. The fountain that the stream of life would pour from was humble and gentle. Now we know this well from Proverbs chapter 4 verse 23, that we should keep our hearts with all of the protective carefulness that we can work up because whatever comes out of those hearts will be what determines our life. What about this gentleness and lowliness? Does this mean that Jesus is only peace-loving and just wants everyone to be cool with one another? No, just before this, Jesus was warning of judgment on those who were unrepentant, those whose minds will not be turned from their sin and turned to their Savior. By putting together this gentleness and lowliness, Jesus is saying that he is able to be approached. 
See, Jesus did not only humble himself when he went to the cross. His whole life was one of humbleness. When sinners come to him knowing their need, he is tender. When people who have been injured by religion approach him with fists raised, he is open and understanding. When outsiders take interest, he is welcoming. When someone just does not get it, he is accommodating. He helps them to understand. When you are honest about all of your fear and doubt, when you come to Jesus with all of your faithlessness and all of your unfaithfulness, Jesus is willing to listen. And as we well know, even willing to take all of that sin on himself. Another question that we could ask here is, does this mean that I don't have to do anything hard? No hard work, no struggling, no suffering. Well, in order to be saved, you would be correct. No, no struggle is needed. To be made right and righteous before God, your work is unnecessary. When it comes to the realities of life, however, struggle is unavoidable. Suffering is inevitable. And the need for hard work is just that, needed. Not required of you in order to have salvation, not required for your approach to or to be approached by your Savior. All of these things, struggle, suffering, labor, are built into life. Yet, in the midst of toil and hardship, what does Jesus say? Whether uh, the toil is active hard work that you are doing which seems to produce nothing, or more passive carrying, a heavy, carrying a heavy burden that has been placed on you, and now you just struggle to haul it around with you, Jesus says, I will give you rest. Jesus, in his humility and in his being made flesh, his incarnation as it is called, does not only meet us in a place of brokenness or neediness, that's where he lives with us. He is always waiting there for you. In the midst of toil and carrying heavy burdens, the Apostle Paul offers this beautiful living out, acting out of the gift of rest that Jesus gives. My grace is sufficient for you, This is what Jesus is, is saying to Paul. My grace is sufficient for you, for my power is made complete in weakness. And he's saying that to you too, Christian. Paul continues in verse 9 of 2 Corinthians chapter 12. Therefore, I will boast all the more gladly of my weakness, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. We should add to this that in the face of death, pandemic, confusion, loneliness, contentment and completeness are ours in Jesus. Because when we are weak, his strength can get a hold of us. The heavy burdens that Jesus 
mentions are those religious activities that we think will save us. It is also those New Year's resolutions that we have no will to perform, but we hope will just magically change our lives. Jesus pictures these burdens as a yoke. We're not talking about eggs here, though, unfortunately. We're talking about the heavy shoulder harness that a, a horse or an ox would wear when plowing or pulling a cart. Well, Jesus says that his yoke, his burden, is light. Does he mean that he will still be a burden to us, just not as bad of a one as you know what was, once was? No. In fact, we know that the only thing that truly weighs us down, the only yoke that causes us to suffer, um, the, the only burden that can put us in the ground, he ends up carrying for us. Christian, that is what Jesus did with your sin, with your faithlessness, and with your unfaithfulness. He put it all on his shoulders. He suffered the pain and the shame of it on the cross. And he suffered your punishment in your place. He took your sin upon himself. He became your sin for you. Because of that, we can echo the words of the Apostle Paul. Blessed be the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has blessed us in Christ with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly places. Even as he chose us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and blameless before him. In love, he predestined us for adoption to himself as sons through Jesus Christ, according to the purpose of his will, to the praise of his glorious grace, with which he has blessed us in the beloved. In him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will, according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him, things in heaven and things on earth. In him we have obtained an inheritance, having been predestined according to the purpose of him who works all things according to the counsel of his will, so that we who were the first to hope in Christ might be to the praise of his glory. In him, you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in him, were sealed with the promise of the Holy Spirit, who is the guarantee, the seal of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it, to the praise of his glory. Jesus is the Savior of sinners and sufferers. Anchored Baptist Church, you do not need to enter 2021 in one piece. Jesus is your 
completeness. In your weakness, Jesus is your strength. Rest in and rely upon Him and Him alone for your salvation and rest on Him alone as your hope for 2021. Until next time, know that the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God the Father and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit is with you all.